0: your Bibles. We're going to go to Ezekiel 47. If you were here last week, you probably know where I'm going today. I did share a little bit last week where the Lord gave me in the middle of the service with Brother Azalini. We're going back to the text where he read from last week, Ezekiel 47, starting at verse 1. It says, Afterward he brought me again unto the door of the house, and behold, waters issued out from under the threshold of the house eastward. For the forefront of the house stood toward the east, and the waters came down from under from the right side of the house and at the south side of the altar, and then brought me he me out of the way of the gate northward and led me about the way without unto the utter gate by the way that looketh eastward. And behold, there ran out waters on the right side. And when the man, and when the man that had the line in his hand went forth eastward, he measured a thousand cubits and brought me through the waters, and the waters were to the ankles. And again, he measured a thousand and brought me through the waters, and the waters were to the knees. Again, he measured a thousand and brought me through and the waters were to the loins. And afterward, he measured a thousand and it was a river that I could not pass over. For the waters were risen, waters to swim in, a river that could not be passed over. And he said unto me, son of man, hast thou seen this? And then he brought me and caused me to return to the brink of the river. Now when I had returned... Behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on one side and on the other. I take my thought today from this last verse, verse 7. I'll be speaking on this subject for a few moments. Protect the flow. Protect the flow. If you remember last week we had tongues of interpretation at the end of our our, uh, service and the Lord spoke very clearly to what I had already written down in my phone before that ever took place and it was to protect the flow. So I believe today that I come to you in the Holy Ghost with a message that we have to protect what God is doing in this church, protect the flow of the Holy Ghost that is taking place in this church, amen? If you agree with me today, why not you put your Bibles down, lift your hands and ask the Lord, prepare your heart for what he's gonna do in this place. Jesus, in your mighty name, we thank you, God. We thank you for what you did last week, God. We thank you, Lord, for the great services that we had. We thank you for your word that went forth. God, we ask today, speak to us once again today, God. Have your way in this place, Lord. I pray right now, prepare the hearts and the minds of the people, Lord. Let our ears be ready, Lord God, to hear it, God, to receive it, to comprehend it today, Lord. God, I pray your word, God, go forth, God. Let it be a seed planted deep within us, Lord. Challenge us today, God. Convict us today, Lord. Speak to us today through your word and we give you praise and glory and honor for it. In Jesus' name, amen. As you're seated, want you to shout out, protect the flow. Protect the flow. Amen. If I had a second title, it would have been the purpose or importance of the banks. The purpose or importance of the banks. Verse seven says, now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river, were very many trees on one side and on the other I hope by the end of this message that will make sense when I share with you what the Lord showed me last week we heard last week that what God spoke to brother Azzalini to this church and for this church and I want to share just a quick review of his first message that morning healing waters you see Ezekiel was, was brought back to the temple the temple always represented the presence of God and God would often meet them in the temple. But today we understand that we are the temple. Although we meet together often as we do here today in this building, according to 1 Corinthians 3.16, our bodies are the temple. It says that, Know ye not that ye are the temple of God, and that the Spirit of God dwelleth in you. So there was a great healing water that was flowing through this church last Sunday. If you were here, say amen. And that river is still flowing in and out of this place today. We felt it as soon as we started into worship and we came together worship and unity and we felt the presence of God begin to sweep in this place there was a great river of the Holy Ghost that was flowing a river of life flowing out of this church and a river of living water that Jesus was talking about in John 7 37 and 38 where he says and in the last days the great day of the feast Jesus stood and cried saying if any man thirst let him come unto me and drink he that believeth on me as the Scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water." It's like the woman at the well that was mentioned last week twice. I believe Brother Brooks mentioned and Brother Azzelini brought it up again. And she came to collect water to quench her natural thirst. But Jesus said unto her in that moment, If thou knewest the gift of God and who it is that saith to thee, Give me to drink, thou wouldest have asked of him, and he would have given thee living water water whoever whosoever drinketh of this water shall thirst again but whosoever drinketh of the water that i shall give him shall never thirst but the water that i shall give him shall be in him a well of water springing up into everlasting life Revelations 22 and 1 it says and he showed me a pure river of water of life clear as crystal proceeding from the throne of God and of the Lamb. I'm here to declare this morning that there is a river of life flowing out from this church and through this church. There is a river that has changed your life and will flow throughout this city and throughout this region and it will change the life of those that it comes in contact with and that is why we must this morning protect the flow of that river today come on we have to protect why because there are souls in the balance there are souls that are right now being hung between heaven and hell and there's a fight over those souls and it is the flow that comes out of this church that will determine where they go protect the flow Somebody shout, protect the, flow. protect the flow. How do you protect the flow of the river of life flowing? Well, we protect the banks of that river. Why is the bank so important? Because it determines the flow of the river. You see, the bank allows the river to take form. It sustains the river so that it does not disappear or disperse or, or it doesn't wither away and it can continue to exist. It is the bank that gives strength to the river. You ever see when the river right down here is flowing through here and it's, it's pretty high, that it is the banks that keeps it together which gives it strength to flow where it needs to go. The banks allows the river to flow and give transportation for those needing to change locations. That that was the way that they traveled years ago to get one place to another. They would just simply create a boat or a canoe and they would jump in that and it would take them from point A to point B. It's the river that can take you from point A to point B because uh, it flows. It's the flow of the river that can transport somebody uh, from this point To that point. Anybody ever been on a a boat? If on a river? I know some of you have. You were just on it not too long ago. Thank you, sir. We were sitting the other night down in Pomeroy and looked out and we saw the, the big boat going by and there were people on this boat and... They were going, from, I don't know where they were coming from, but they were coming from one place and heading to another place. And they jumped on this boat knowing that if I get on this, I'm not going to stay right where I'm at. It would be shocking if you got onto a boat on a moving river and you were surprised that it started taking you somewhere. Why am I moving? Probably because the river's moving. you're a part of it now. So wherever it's going is where you're going to end up. It'll take you from point A to point B. You see, it's the flow of the river that can transport somebody from a life of sin, depression, brokenness, and chaos. But when they come in contact with or they get into the flow of that river of life, they are transported from who they used to be to a life of salvation, a life of peace, a sound mind. They receive power in the Holy Ghost because when you come in contact with the river, the river, the river of life begins to flow not just where you're going, but it begins to flow in you and out of you and wherever you have been. When you come in contact with the river, the river is going to take you to a new place, a new destination, and you will not be who you used to be. Can anybody testify this morning that you stepped into the river one time, and when you stepped into the river, it changed your life. You don't live the way you used to live. You're not addicted to drugs anymore. You're not addicted to alcohol anymore. You're not addicted to look at things you shouldn't be looking at anymore. Because all that sin was washed away and it took you to a new place. It took you to a cross where you found salvation. Somebody, thank God this morning you found the river. John 7, 38 says, he that believeth on me as the scripture hath said, out of his belly shall flow rivers of living water. We should have the river flowing. You got the Holy Ghost in this place this morning, there should be a river flowing out of you. You see, the river is good for transportation, but there are other things that I've come across and studying that the bank of the river, it allows the river to flow and give irrigation. Now, in the agricultural world, this means it brings growth and increased in harvest. I thought y'all would catch that one. It gives growth. I was thinking this morning, back to the beginning of 2020. When I announced the, the vision, I felt the Lord gave me, the direction the Lord gave me for that year. And I got up and declared. Actually came across my notes from that first service in 2020. And I declared, it's going to be a year of growth. I know what you're all thinking, like, yeah, that was COVID year. But I began to think back through that year, and I thought, Yeah, there was some hard times. Preaching to a camera, that wasn't fun. Preaching to empty pews, that wasn't fun. I love the praise team, but standing around a piano with just us, it got old after week two. But I thought, Okay, that was the same year. That was the same year that we came back with prayer. That was the same year that we learned how to pray. That was the same year that we learned how to fast. That was the same year that our faith was pushed to a place that we never thought we would be because we just purchased a new piece of property. We thought, God, what are you doing now? And I said that God's going to pay this property off in July of this year, 2020, not knowing COVID was coming. And I know that the bank guy, he thought I was nuts. But when 2020, when COVID hit, everyone thought, what in the world's taking place? But our faith began to grow to a place where, He said, You know what? I had those phone calls come in and said, Oh, Pastor, we don't need this stimulus check. Can we just give it towards the property? Faith was activated in that moment. Our prayer life began to grow, our fasting began to grow. Our faith began to grow. Why? Because it was the flow of the river that was irrigated and feeding our faith. It was feeding our prayer life. It was feeding our fasting. And it was giving life and substance to what we needed when death was taking place around us. It was the flow of the river. You see, there is a river of life flowing out of this church, and it flows so strong, and it flows strong enough to pull people out of life of sin. And it's in that river that will bring growth and increase and harvest to this church. So, how do you protect the flow? You protect the banks, because it's the banks that determine the flow of the river. Look at your neighbor and tell them, You are the bank. Look at somebody else and tell them we are the bank. So, if we as the church are the banks and we as a church determine the flow, how do you think Satan is going to try and stop the flow? Somebody shout the church. Matthew 12, 25, and 26 but says, But Jesus knew their thoughts and said to them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought to desolation, and every city or house divided against itself will not stand. If Satan cast out Satan, he is divided against himself. How then will his kingdom stand? So we clearly see the progress from a kingdom divided to a city divided to a house divided to the individual divided but now I want us to stop and I want us to hear the progress in reverse that he is saying in order for us to have power in his kingdom in order for us to have power in this city in order for us to have power in our homes it starts with the individual so if he is divided against himself how then will his kingdom stand What are you saying, pastor? I'm saying as long as there's division in the body, as long as we're divided against ourselves, we have no power in our homes, in our city, or in his kingdom. That is why Satan loves to cause division in the church because he knows it cripples the church of its power and he knows that it stops the flow of the river. And if you are the bank he will attack the bank because the bank can either help the flow or stop the flow. So where are we going as a church? the place that God is taking us as a church. I'm going to kind of go on some things right now and, and if you're a guest, please just follow along. Just know that I love this church enough as a pastor that I touch on some of this stuff uh, and that y- it's just not just a bunch of... Uh, I'm not going to tickle your ears if you're going to come to this church but I'm going to preach the Bible to you. All right? So okay? So where we are going as a church... And I believe we're going somewhere as a church. There's no room for the spirit of division. There's no room for the spirit of gossip. There's no room for the spirit of offense. Because when the body of Christ becomes divided, we start tearing each other down. And when we get offended by our brothers and sisters or even the pastor, sometimes, the river stops flowing. And it was said last week that when a river stops flowing, it becomes stagnant. And a body of water that does not flow will begin to grow bacteria that eats away at the life that was once thriving in that river. It was when the Israelites stopped moving towards the promise that they began to find themselves losing focus on the promise and started turning their focus to the idols. Show me a church that's not allowing the river to flow and I'll show you a church where there is no life. I'll show you a church where lives are not being changed. I'll show you a church that the Holy Ghost is not being poured out. That the worship is dead. That there is no unity in the body so therefore the river cannot flow. The river cannot flow when the banks have fallen in and stopped the flow. But show me a church that allows the river to flow and that is in unity. And I'll show you a church that has power in our homes. Power in our city. And I'll show you a church that has power in the kingdom of God, a church where the Holy Ghost is being poured out in every service, lives are being changed. Understand this morning, we must protect the flow. We must protect the flow. Somebody shout, protect the flow. John 17, 9, 11 says, I pray for them, I pray not for the world, but for them which thou hast given me, for they are thine, and all mine are thine, and thine are mine, and I am glorified in them. And now I am no more in the world, but these are in the world, and I come to thee. Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are. What is the scripture saying here? The scripture is saying here that God's desire is for his church to be united. That they may be one and we understand who he is We understand that in the beginning was the word. The word was with God. The word was God. And we understand that the word became flesh and dwelt among us. That when we say as we are, we understand that when you saw him, he said, when you see me, you see the father. So I'm not getting anybody confused this morning. Once you understand that if he is one, he he, he is requiring his church to be one. So, hallelujah. If we are not one, And if we do not believe and preach that we are one, then we teach and live a false doctrine. If we are Christ-like and he is one, then we must be one. That's why as a church and as individuals, we desire that when the world sees us, they see him instead. When we become one with each other, we become one with our maker. But we must understand that God doesn't manifest himself in the midst of division because he's not a God of division because division brings confusion to a church and he's not the God of confusion. 1 Corinthians 14, 33, for God is not the author of confusion but of peace as in all churches of the saints. So a unified body allows the river to flow, of life to flow in it. But a divided body stops the flow. So when we allow division to arise, we are putting God on display for the world to see, but we are putting, this, we are putting Satan, we are not putting God on, the world, uh, on display for the world to see, but we are putting Satan's works on display in our lives for all to see. So when, I'm, are you ready? I'm gonna go here just for a second, is that all right? All three of you are ready. Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, "You ready?" Somebody else say it's because he loves us. When Sister So and So doesn't shake your hand, Brother So and So doesn't say hi. Pastor didn't pray for me in the altars this morning. We come to church all been out of shape. I had somebody just tell me this week. They said, "Pastor, not me, different church." Pastor didn't didn't even take out time to come visit. I was sick. I said he's horrible, horrible pastor. I didn't I didn't finish that conversation. I changed, I redirected the conversation quickly. Tried to encourage. Because I understand that pastors have lives too. And pastors deal with stuff too. And pastors go through things too. And there are times that I might send the support team. That's why we have a pastoral team here, because I can't do it all by myself. So don't get offended. If Brother Kidwell shows up and prays for you or Brother Brooks shows up and prays for you or Sister B shows up and prays for you, it doesn't mean I don't love you. And what happens when you allow yourself to get all bent out of shape and you come in and you plant our offended spirits in a chair for the whole service with our arms folded and you say, well... I'm not going to worship today. I'm going to show pastor. I'm not going to come to church today. They're going to have one less on the, on the roll today. I'm not going to come pay my tithing today. I'm going to show him. I'm not going to come worship with the body today. Sit back there like a bump on a log. Mad, and everyone around you is just having church. They don't even realize that you're all mad. You see, the reality is this you're not hurting your brother and sister. You're not hurting me. No. You're hurting the lost, you're killing the harvest because you're stopping the flow of the river, because you're allowing division to come in. You see, when you say, I'm coming in and I'm not gonna worship today because I'm mad, that's your loss. I'm not gonna be mad at you, but take it up with the one who says, your worship belongs to me. That breath in your lungs, I'm pretty sure he gave it to you. And it belongs to the one who gave it to you. So therefore, when I walk through those doors, I don't care what I'm dealing with in life, and you're dealing with situations, guess what? I put the situation to the side, I'm laying down a fence, I'm laying down division, because you're worthy of it all, you're worthy of praise no matter what I'm dealing with, God. My problem with them doesn't matter. Because you never change. So, how do you protect the flow? Shout, love God. love God. Protect the flow, step one be faithful to Him every day. Why? Because you love Him. Be faithful to His house. Why? Because he deserves your attention. He deserves your praise. And when the doors are open, be here. Well, what's another way to love God? Well, probably to continue to be a part of the family that he has given you, the church family. Pray, talk to him, build a relationship with him. Fast, show him that he means more to you than your own fleshly desires. That speaks volumes to God that I love you, God. I love you. It's not just words. You ever known somebody that they said, oh, I love you, but it was just words? They never show you that they actually love you. huh? They say, I love you so much, but when you need them, they're nowhere to be found. When God needs us as a church and as individuals, I pray that he can look down and say boom now I need you and you say God here I am I'm ready why because I love you I want what you have for me how do we protect the flow somebody shout "Love love people love people don't gossip about them don't talk about them talk to them encourage them but don't talk about them Ephesians 4 29 says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. I know I'm kind of going there this morning, but hear me. What I'm doing is I'm making sure we're protecting the flow. You say, pastor, are we dealing with this? Listen, we've been dealing with a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff that you might not even realize. There are people this week that text me and said, Pastor, I was in prayer and God showed me that I need to to pray against the spirit of offense for our church. And I said, pray it. God's not just speaking it to me. God's speaking it to the church. Because one of the greatest things is when the people say, this is my church and I. this is my flow. This is our flow and we're gonna protect it. This is our river and we're gonna protect it. It's not just the leadership team doing it, but the church is, the church is hearing from God and God's saying, I need you to pray and I need you to pray and I need you to pray. I need you to be the bank today, you to be the bank today and protect what God has going on. To love on people. James one twenty six says if any man among you seem to be religious and bridleth not his tongue but deceiveth his own heart this man's religion is vain. James one twenty six in the New Living Translation says it, says it this way. If you claim to be religious but don't control your tongue you are fooling yourself and your religion is worthless. You can open your mouth and praise him all day long, but if you can't bridle your tongue in a conversation with somebody about your brother and sister, then your religion that you have going on is worthless to him. That's scripture. We need to hear this. When someone comes to you and says, did you hear about sister so-and-so? I say, oh, did you hear pastor's message? You say, no, but if they're dealing with something, I'm just gonna pray for them. If you're gonna gonna take that bridle off, make sure you're using it for prayer to lift somebody up in the church. Is this all right? You say, how do we protect it? Love people. What's another way to love people? Put away harsh words and speech for each other. I wanna talk on this one for a second. As your pastor, I think we need to hear this. Can I just be your pastor for a minute here this morning? I'm, I'm going to say this, and I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say this for those who are here. Don't let your mind wander off and get distracted before I say this, okay? don't 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 go back and get distracted, but I'm going to make a statement, and I'm just going to make a statement this morning. And it is what it is. There was a spirit released in this church last year that snuffed out the kindness and the love that we had for each other and our guest. That was a hard one to swallow. I'm gonna take a drink while you just kind of chew on that one. How do I know this? Because it's been a while since someone has told me this is the kindest and most loving church I've been to before. Now, I will tell you, and I've told you from day one being here, that's something I feel like we had down pat. We had it down pat. We loved each other like nobody else. Any guests I walk through here, and if you're a guest today, please, I hope you feel welcome, and please know we love you. I'm just loving the church right now, okay? I want you to be a part of what we're doing because God's taking this church places. We're going to do some great things, but sometimes there has to be some maintenance. And if the Lord tells me I got to speak it, then I got to speak it. And if you don't like it and appreciate it, take it up with him. I'm just being obedient to God. But I'm telling you, now if you weren't here, and you didn't go through it, God bless you. But those who were here, the banks were messed with. Yeah. The flow was a little diminished There were struggles, but we made it through. And what this is repairing the banks because the flow is getting ready to be stronger than it's ever been. So simply, it's been a while since someone's told me that. So I'm just being, I'm simply being a shepherd today and pointing out some damage to the banks and repairs that need to be made. And Romans 14 and 19 says this, therefore let us pursue the things which make for peace and the things by which one may edify another. The NLT says it this way, so then let us aim for harmony in the church and try to build each other up. That's what the church is for. The church is there and listen, you say, if someone's speaking something, I, I just don't wanna deal with that. I, I'll just, I'll let pastor deal with that I I, I don't want to, if the devil's fighting, I just don't, I'm just going to kind of stay clear, just going to come in and sit in my chair, I'm not going to bother anybody no, 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 listen, if you're full of the Holy Ghost, I tell you as your pastor and give you full clearance to shut the conversation down and say, spirit I do not have time for you and rebuke it in the name of Jesus and say, nope, nothing's going to stop the flow of the church here because we as a body are United, we are one, and you're gonna to try to tear one down. No, if you want to take one down, you got to try to take us all down because we are one, and where God is taking us, we're going together, and we do not have time to get distracted by this or that or that spirit. But God is doing something great now, we must stay focused. So why is it so important? Because the strength of the banks depends on it. And the river uh, and the living water for the church uh, changes uh, with the condition of its banks. And when you love God and you love people, you long to make disciples. And when you're busy making disciples, you don't have time to get offended. You don't have time to gossip. And you long, you long to be kind to one another and to love each other and to build each other up. You don't want to deal with that other stuff. And when you protect the banks, you are protecting the unity of your church and a unified body. When we come together, Cannot be stopped. And when the river flows and the banks are strong, wherever that river wants to go, wherever God wants to take us, I promise you, nothing will stop us if we are united in one mind, one accord, same focus, looking to the promise and say, that's where it's at. And if we haven't arrived, the flow has to continue to go. I'm closing two minutes it's not bad brother Aslini went 48 and nobody said anything so I'm just saying (laughs) I checked the podcast to make sure and then Sunday night I think it was over an hour he he had everybody bow their head at one point I'll say say this because I think it's kind of funny and if he was here I'd say it Sunday night he didn't preach his message he, he did the opening text and the Lord just took over and he just started speaking. He's about 30 some minutes in. He said, Everybody, bow your heads, close your eyes. And when he walked over to me, he tapped me on the shoulder, put the microphone down. He said, Is this even okay? Well, it better be. You're 30 some minutes in. I knew what God was doing. I said, Keep doing what you're doing. God's working. Back to our opening text, Ezekiel 47, 7. It says, now when I had returned, behold, at the bank of the river were very many trees on one side and on the other. Now, if you were here last Sunday, at the end of the message, the tongue's interpretation came forth. I got up and shared with you. Now, I'm not one. God doesn't give me a whole lot of visions. I could tell you the last one he gave to me it was two, two years ago. Doesn't give me a whole lot of visions, but I was sitting right there, and I just knelt over and closed my eyes. And when I closed my eyes, I could see this powerful river flowing. And I could see on this side of the bank, this side of the bank, and I saw trees that lined the bank and I thought God this is beautiful but halfway down this side of the bank and this side of the bank I noticed that there was two different types of trees and the Lord showed me in this vision that it was all the same kind and then a different type of tree and then all the same kind on both sides And as I watched this vision unfold, I saw the tree by itself, the tree by itself. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, the tree by itself, its roots go really deep, but it's not tied into anything. He said, but the trees that are close to each other. He said, those trees go down, but then they go out and they tie into each other. If you know anything about pine trees, this is how they do it they actually grow out and they intertwine in each other. That's where their strength comes from. And he began to show me this. And I began to watch as this river was coming through. And those two trees that stood by themselves and were isolated from the rest of the trees began to release. The bank began to let go. And the bank began to fall in. And when the bank slipped and it fell in from both sides, it stopped the flow. And that's when the Lord spoke to me and said, you better protect the unity of this church because one or two people can stop what I'm about to do in this church. So you better preach it and you better preach my word and let them know how serious this is. That if you're sitting here today and you say, I'm not quite sure that I'm a part of the body, you better make up your mind whether or not you're gonna be a part of the body and where God is taking us. Because as it begins to release and the flow begins to stop everyone else is on the side just hanging on to one another while the flow comes to a hole and as the water just sets there it begins to become stagnant and the life that once was flowing through this river begins to die off bacteria begins to come in and take over and If you know anything about a pond, oh, it stinks. Because there's no life flowing. It's not flowing. And the Lord spoke to me and he said, those who are intertwined are those who love me, love people, long to make disciples. The church. He said, that's the church. That's the church. and I begin to look around this building even this morning. you know who the banks are? Here brother Brian love this guy. this is the bank. Yeah. I know this guy right here has got my back. I know that. If anybody in this room went through something, I promise you right now, he would drop what he's doing and come help you out. Why? Because he loves you. Because he's the bank and he understands that's where the flow is. We just go stand right over there real quick? Just stand right here facing them. Brother Sam, come here. We got a pretty strong bank around here. Will you stand right there? Brother Ben, come here. You stand right next to him. Sam, come here. Stand right next to him. Come on. Man, you look sharp today in that new suit. My goodness. (laughs) Preaching next Sunday. Oh, okay. All right. Come here, brother. This is the bank. You say there's not an age limit on the bank? Nope. There's no age limit on the bank. Brother Donald, come here. You say, there's diversity in the bank? Well, you better believe there's diversity in the bank. Yeah. Mom, won't going to pick on you. I'm not going to make you speak or anything. But if it's all right. Will you come stand right here? Will you boys shift down? Thank you. All the way down. Keep going. You might, don't fall off the edge. You know, they could have stood up and actually walked to the end. (laughs) Way to kill the moment, guys. Just, (laughs) Just kidding. I wish I could, but I'm not doing it to you. I'm not making you come, but we all know you're a part of the bank. Sister Brooks. Sister Stephanie, will you come here? Faith, come here. Look all they're like, who are they going to pick on next? Sister Kendra, come up here. Sister Chapman, would you mind coming up? Sister McDonald, will you come up here? We'll, we'll, we won't worry about pictures right now. We'll get there in a second. Sister Nikki, come up here. She was in our starting point class this morning. Amen. So thankful for that class and what God is doing. I want you to understand something this morning that the bank it doesn't matter if you've been in this all your life it doesn't matter if you've been at this church almost all your life it doesn't matter what the age is it it, it doesn't matter how long have you been here? four months, it doesn't matter if you've been here four months or you've been here 90 years, it does not matter how long you've been here, that you are a part of the bank and as long as we can hold on to each other and when you come in and you're brand new to this and you go into that starting point class, one of the purposes of that is to find a way to get you connected to the body because those who are connected you will begin to grow off of the strength of the person next to you see the purpose of this? It is the bank that will continue the flow in this church. It is the bank that will hold it all together as we move forward. Now here's the great thing about the bank. If the bank is in place, who all was in the starting point class this morning? For those who are willing, would you come up real quick right here? If you're willing to come up, I don't want to embarrass anybody, but if you're willing to come up, I love to see the body grow. Is this okay today, guys? preaching too hard Okay. I'm making sure I'm not running anybody off no you know I love you that's why I'm preaching this understand what took place the first time you walked through these doors when's the first time you guys came four months ago God's was doing something four months ago I'm telling you same time wasn't it Easter Sunday, oh, my Lord. But you understand, because there, is, there was a bank in place and the flow was going. Now, some of you in here, it wasn't that long ago that you, were, you weren't on the bank yet. You were in the flow. You see, what happens, though, is, is if we keep the bank where, they need, where it needs to be and when someone walks through that back door, And it is flowing. Do you know what they feel? They feel the flow taking place. And when they walk in amongst the banks, if you guys will follow me, when they walk through the middle of the bank and they get in the flow, what takes place is they begin to feel the encouragement and the prayer and the love of the people and the banks. And their life begins to be changed. And they come in here and they come in and they say, I'm not sure what all this is. But then they come in, they get baptized. They receive, they get to the Holy Ghost. Their family is changed, they get plugged into the church, they're a part of the body, it's because the flow. We have to protect the flow, because they're not the last ones to come in, but I promise you that the Knowles, there's going to be somebody else you're going to win, and there's going to be some the Thompsons are going to win, and there's going to be some that the Hartzels are going to win, and you're going to bring all these new people, and what they're going to see is you're not just a part of something, but when they come in, they're going to see that you're a part of the bank now. That you're a part of the bank now. That you're a part of the bank now. That you're a part of the bank. And the bank keeps growing. And as it keeps growing, the stronger and stronger it becomes. And the more the flow is going to take place. And the more harvest it's going to bring. Do you understand? We have to protect the flow. You have to protect the bank this morning. Now I'm going to do this. And I know we got new people up here and you might think, what is he doing? This is crazy. But we used to do something. And you're not gonna, we're not going to lay hands on anybody. But here's what we're going to do. I want those who are up here, and some of you know right where I'm going because you've been around here a while. But I'm going to ask everybody else in this room if you want to. I'm going to ask you if you would just simply come over. And begin to line up right down this wall over here. And what they're going to do, is they're going to lift their hands. And we're going to walk through the flow this morning, and I'm going to be the first one to walk through it. And we're going to walk through the flow as they begin to pray. And they're going to pray for you, and they're going to pray for our unity. They're going to pray for strength, and they're going to pray for this church and when we leave this place today I promise you uh, you're going to love each other like never before uh, and you're going to be there for each other like never before uh, you're going to feel strength like never before uh, because God uh, is about to do something uh, and he is taking us somewhere you've got to get in the flow uh, and protect uh, what God is doing uh, in this place uh, Because, uh, because uh, while you're waiting just lift your hands uh, begin to pray uh, right there while you're waiting uh, and they're going to begin to pray as you walk through here uh, and just walk through and find a place to pray when you're done on the other side. Come on, let's go. Come on, get in the flow this morning. Jesus, in your mighty name, God, I pray right now, Lord. God, pour it out, Lord oh God, as we strengthen the bank, Lord oh God. God, as we strengthen each other today, Lord Jesus. God, I pray right now, Lord oh God, in this place, Lord. God, help us to protect it, God. God, help us to protect the flow this morning of what you're doing and where you're taking in us, Lord. Come on. That's it. That's it. Come on. Find a place to pray. When you come through, lift your hands. Begin to worship Him. Begin to magnify Him. Begin to thank God for each other. Come on. Find somebody to pray with once you come through. Come on. This is beautiful. Come on. This is powerful. God's doing something in this place come on, if you've been dealing with anything, if you've been dealing with the fence, come on, leave it in the flow this morning, come on, if you've been dealing with a spiritual attack, leave it in the flow this morning, come on let those around you begin to pray for you come on, and lift you up right now oh God in your mighty name, in your mighty name in your mighty name
1: oh
0: Jesus Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Come on, let's hit.